Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging, the podcast where you and your church will find answers to the difficult questions that arise as we grow older. On behalf of Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams. Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging. This week, we continue the roundtable discussion with Rodney Harrison, Ron Mackey, and Joe Ovaling on looking at Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries with a view from 30,000 feet. If you missed last week's podcast, I invite you to listen to part one of this discussion. And don't forget to click subscribe to hear more great conversations on applying biblical principles to aging issues. Here's the rest of the interview with Rodney Harrison, Ron Mackey, and Joe Ovaling. Ron, just talk a little bit about what that will look like. And that is, again, an added ministry that we are providing. The Baptist Home has practiced care for those with memory issues for 50 years. In that time period, a marketing technique referred to as memory care has, has come to rise. And it has become the standard moniker for what it means to care for somebody who has memory issues. However, if you were to call one of the Baptist homes and ask, do you have a memory care unit? Our initial reaction and our initial response has been to say, no, we don't. Which means for that call, that person who's looking for help for their loved one probably is going to say, okay, they're off the list. I need to move on. When the reality is, I personally believe we do as good a job of caring with folks with memory issues as anybody out there. Uh, And what what we've come to understand is it's been very difficult for us to define what we do by addressing what we aren't, okay? It's very difficult to tell somebody who you are by telling them what you don't do. Mm -hmm. So the idea of inclusive memory care focuses on First of all, we do memory care. We are experts in providing care for those with Alzheimer's and dementia. Uh, We have historically used a methodology referred to as validation therapy, which is built around a concept that as we age, whether we have memory loss or, or we're just aging, God implants within us this desire to resolve the issues of life. As we age, we begin to see the end of our lives coming clearer into focus. And there are some issues in our lives, be it with our family, our children, our our spouse, someone else. We We want resolution to these problems. And that happens to couple with the same time frame when our physical character is declining. We're losing our hearing, we're losing our sight, we're losing our mobility. So that desire to resolve those issues may cause that resident or that elder to look confused. Um, So we've been practicing a way to help that resolution for 50 years now. It's just not called memory care. And the idea of inclusive is, is the positive way of saying, we don't have memory care units. Our people who have memory problems are not segregated into a collective uh, put into a facility where they are secured, basically locked in, and then 
activities and functions are designed that would be appropriate for them. Uh, back in the early 1970s, the Baptist home here in Ironton experimented with a secured lockdown section of our facility. And the, the leader of the time, Ed Goodwin, he and I talked recently, and he shared with me with great emotion and great guilt uh, what that did to people. Hmm. Uh, what happened was all of these people had different levels of memory loss and memory problems. But when they were all put together 24 hours a day, seven days a week in the same environment in a locked secured area, there was a reduction to the means and capacity. Everybody began to manipulate, uh, not manipulate, but emulate the person with the least function. Hmm. So the inclusive idea is our residents are free to go wherever they want to on our campus. All right. We have electronic security processes that alert us when a resident who might be a wanderer, who might walk off of our campus, those things let us know where they're at and, and that we need to go find them and, and look out for them. But on our campus, we don't have a unit where those with memory issues reside. So what that means is, is we as a people, we as staff, as residents, we're all in this together. So, so your next door neighbor might have dementia and they might know their name, but they might not know where they're at. Uh, and what we find is the body of Christ coming to bear. Hmm. People serve each other and care for each other. I'll never forget two ladies. One lady didn't know who she was and didn't know where she was. Her neighbor knew where they were, knew how to get around, knew how to get from one place to the other, but couldn't remember the times of things. And they came together and they would walk together. They would, they would end up to dinner on time. They would end up to activities on time. They could find each other's rooms together. Hmm. No one made that happen. They just, by God's design, find each other. So the idea of inclusive memory care is, yes, we provide care for those with memory loss, but we do it very differently. That, that's the idea. It goes back a little bit to what Joe was saying a little bit ago about joining from a sanctity of life perspective, but that dignity yes. of life, what, what you're just sharing there, Ron, is that dignity uh, that, that we can bring. And so that's really what the new name sim, uh, signifies. It, it signifies the fact that we are a multi-campus and growing ministry. Uh, we are expanding into hospice and home health, and we are providing services uh, and resources. So, you know, not just for our, our residents and, and their families, but, but for our churches. That's why this podcast and other resources we make available. I think the new name simply fits who the Baptist home uh, is today. And again, we've, we've used this several times. It's on the intro, the outro for the podcast, but it's Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries uh, for those that are still getting used to that name. With the expansion with uh, the additional resources that are being provided, with the additional oversight that is necessary, with additional facilities that may be coming online as a part of the overall ministry of the Baptist Homes. Uh, obviously new staff, Joe, you are part of that new staff. What what are you needing? What are you looking for? Not that we're doing a, a job promotion here, uh, but, but what are some of the things that you are looking for, for 
for the people that you are bringing on? What kind of expertise has been brought into the Baptist homes over these last uh, few months as you've been thinking through and developing the ideas uh, to lead this ministry into the future? Well, I, I will unashamedly put in the plug. Uh, if you feel called to Baptist Homes Ministry and uh, you know would be interested in talking about a career with our, our ministry, we will be soon having everything from uh, facilities operations uh, managers, kind of those who oversee the operations at the campus level and maintenance and the facilities. Uh, administrative positions. We're going to have multiple nursing positions, all levels of nursing staff, and other roles. So there will be new opportunities as we develop these new campuses. I am pleased to announce that uh, Dr. David Sundin is coming on board as our executive director for Baptist Homes Hospice. Dr. Sundin brings a almost 35-year track record of being an innovator as a church planter. Uh, he has been able to go and demonstrate he knows how to start something from scratch and build it to sustainability. Uh, Dr. Sundin is known by literally thousands as the Dean of Online and Distance Education at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in Spurgeon College. And uh, he just recently has uh, been appointed as our new executive director. So we look forward to him coming online. And his first task is to lead us through the accreditation process, something that uh, he's well-versed in from higher education. So uh, he's one of our newest uh, team members. Uh, David officially started with us on a part-time basis on May 1st, but we'll be coming online full-time August 1st. We also have Pam Workman. Uh, Ron, do you want to just tell us a little bit about Pam? She is our new administrator at the Ozark campus. Pam has Pam came to the Baptist home at Ozark a couple of years ago with about 30 years of experience in long-term care, in a variety of settings, dietary, um, social services, I believe even activities uh, work. And in her time frame uh, at the Baptist home, what, Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries, excuse me. <laughs> I'm the guy been around long enough and I trip over it. <laughs> and um, Rodney had put out a, a challenge uh, that we find our replacement, that we raise up the next generation of leadership. And our administrator at the time, Sonia Newton, took that to heart and did a really good job of, of preparing and mentoring Pam for that. A couple of months ago, Sonia announced her retirement uh, from the Baptist Homes and simultaneously recommended Pam Workman uh, as her replacement. Uh, Pam is now the administrator in training. She is studying for her nursing home administrator's exam. And uh, as soon as she passes that, she will become the administrator there. What that does for us is it creates some continuity in leadership. Uh, it also creates a, or, or results in a real familiarity with the next leader. You know, you've watched this person for quite some time and you've, you've been aware of them. And it also says to the rest of our staff, we're pretty serious about raising up our own leaders. Uh, right now in the state of Missouri, finding a qualified, biblically informed Christian uh, administrator to lead our campuses is a difficult task. And uh, to have one homegrown, so to speak, is a great, uh, great opportunity. And it's that has created leverage, I think, on the rest of our campuses 
to kind of say, hey, we need to get serious about this. Who is the next uh, RN? Who is the next DON? Who's the next campus pastor? And, and who's the next administrator uh, on your campus? And, and uh, you know, I think people are beginning to, to, to look at things and have an eye towards that, which uh, will be very good for us long term. The final thing I would add is that we're about ready to uh, complete the transition of the corporate office to Jefferson City. Uh, Joe is already there full time. Probably by the time this podcast is made fully available, we'll have uh, our staff accountant there. We'll have administrative assistants there. I have an office there. Ron is, has an office there. Spencer Hudson has an office there. So we're excited about that. We're also nearing uh hiring the first campus pastor for our Ashland campus. So uh, that is a recently expanded campus with the opening of the congregate living community that I believe about a month ago, Derek Tam was on the podcast and talked about that exciting uh, project. And so we're just on the cups of uh, bringing on our first campus pastor for Ashland. So it's an exciting time at Baptist Homes. And yet it's a time that we are looking for those who God is raising up to, uh, to be a part of this ministry. So, Joe, do you want to say anything about the openings that we have in Jefferson City and what kind of person we might be looking for there? Really two openings that we have. Uh, administrative assistant, which will be supporting the staff and office there, and then also staff accountant, which will be a point person, uh, kind of a medium-level accounting position, but that will be a point person that will be assisting the different locations and our other remote staff here in Ironton as well. So if someone listening to this was interested in, or maybe they wanted to pass this on to a family member or something, how would they get in touch? Who would they reach out to about any of these particular positions? Probably the easiest way to do that would be to send an email to president at thebaptisthome.org. The word president at thebaptisthome.org and we'll make sure that gets circulated to the proper person. Okay. Well, as we have, as we begin to wrap up uh, this interview a little bit, we've been looking at it from a 30,000 feet dropping in here and there. There's a lot of ambitious goals, ambitious ideas that have been presented today. What else might uh, each of you or you collectively like to share about the direction of Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries in the uh, in the days ahead? Well, I, I would say this. Um, the challenge as we expand and to grow is, is to always remember why we exist. And uh, we don't exist to be larger. We don't exist to be, have greater variety in what we do. We exist to serve aging humanity uh, with that concept and that understanding uh, that all life is created in the image of God and that there, there is this beauty and this sanctity in human life, not just at birth, but throughout life. And... Um, as we expand, we are expanding so that we can serve more people, period. Not just so that we can be larger. You know, uh, larger is just more work. <laughs> and, uh, but it does create opportunities for us to serve more, uh, more of our seniors in the, that last journey of their lives. 
I would add that uh, we are also here to for the church. When we think about serving the aging, you know, oftentimes those references, those calls come from family members as they are navigating what they're observing. They're observing changes or maybe observing concerns that, you know, I'm not sure if uh, my loved one is taking their medications or, um, wow, I think they're wearing the same thing today that they were a week ago when I was at their house. And, you know, you start wondering, what can we do? We want to be an advocate for the church, not just those who might come into the Baptist homes or one of our campuses, but it might be that they're going to a care facility in their own community, but we would like to be there to help inform. It's a very confusing industry at times with acronyms that could uh, cause you to uh, just kind of roll your eyes. You know, what is uh, independent living versus assisted living versus intermediate care, skilled care, dementia care, Alzheimer's care, uh, you know, we threw in the new title, inclusive memory care. W what does all that mean? Um, and how do we pay for it? Those are the type of questions that people frequently really would like to have someone help navigate those questions. Um, and we, we can do that. Uh, we have resources for children who might be wondering what's happening to grandma or great grandpa. What, what's happening? Why are they different? Why are they in this big house and not, you know, in the old home, um, you know, why do they have a nurse helping them? Things of that nature. And so we are truly uh, about being advocates for the aging, advocates for the sanctity of life with a conviction. Our residents are lifetime disciples. And, you know, even those who might have an impairment that keeps them from appearing to be growing in Christ, this is our opportunity to show Christ-like compassion and mercy and grace in an unconditional way. That means we're being Christ-like. And that really is our mission. Our mission is to, to be the Christ-like standard of care for the aging. And so it's a really exciting time to be a part of what Baptist Homes is doing. Uh, we're blessed with great partners with Missouri Baptist Convention and with our uh, entities. We have partnerships with all of our Missouri Baptist entities at one way or another, and we have a great board. So it's an exciting time to be a part of this ministry, and we are so thankful for what God is doing, especially given the fact that what the demographics are showing is that for the next 15 to 20 years, the number of seniors is going to continue to increase and the number that will maybe at some point in their, their walk in life need a little bit of extra care is going to grow. And we would like to be there to provide that Christ-like, biblically informed standard of care. Well, thank you. Obviously, with growth comes challenges. Uh, as Ron, as you just said, you're not looking at growing just for the sake of growth, but there are more pieces that are moving. And so uh, one of the ways, as you all know, through each of the podcasts, I do ask our guests how we can pray for the, uh, the person individually, for the ministry that they're involved in, or for the facility uh, in this case. So I would ask each of you, how would you ask the taking it down from the 30,000 foot level to a very practical level for the moment. How would you have our listeners pray for each of you individually uh, as you lead and for overall Baptist homes and healthcare ministries from a more uh, corporate perspective? 
Sure. I, I would say really, Andy, thank you for asking that. And really three things come to mind for me is just pray for wisdom. Everything that we do, just to pray for wisdom and to see God, not to, you know, not for not to be our plans, but to be God's plans and his plans to prevail. Secondly, I would say pray for our residents. Uh, as I was walking through the hallway today, I stopped and spoke with, with the lady and uh, one of the residents and just asked, you know, how's it going? How are you doing? Is there anything you need? She was very thankful for the great care that she gets. And that's one of the things that impressed me was the great care. But for the residents, it's hard for them. You know, they're struggling. They've lost a loved one. She talked about her husband, how she misses him. And so, and then thirdly, I would say to pray for our staff, uh, the caregivers, because they are the ones on the front lines and they are making a difference. And uh, they are the ones who are able to minister, to pray with, to care for, and to make a difference. So they, they really do make a huge difference. Well, Andy, I would say that as we take on these new roles and a new name and, and new ministry outlooks, um, the art of that is communicating that with clarity, uh, with insight and understanding so that those around us aren't scratching their head trying to figure out what are we doing, you know, but we, I, I, I am as excited today as I've ever been in my 20 years being a part of the Baptist home about what is on the horizon for us. But I know that that requires um, a great deal of skill to help communicate where we're going and, and help people to understand that. And, and I would just ask that people pray that we would be wise in understanding how to help people see the vision that is there and the opportunities that are there uh, for the Baptist home so that it, it, they understand the heart of why we want to be a part of these ministries. And I would ask you to pray for our, our workers. Um, healthcare is a very demanding occupation. You know, it, it's a lot more demanding and a, and a mistake is more significant than if you uh, burn a burger or if you uh, spill some uh, soda at a, a restaurant. No, this, this is life and death at times. So, so pray for our, our, our healthcare workers. We have an amazing team of caregivers. And I know that they would appreciate your prayers. And then on a personal note, pray for me. Pray for me as a leader. I think of the words of uh, Micah that just talk about the what is demanded of a leader. And, and I'm just reading it here from uh, the King James. But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. I would ask that you would pray for me, that that would be true of me as a leader, that I would do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly before our God. Thank you. Well, thank you all for joining us today on Biblical Perspectives on Aging, and uh, many blessings in the days and years ahead uh, as, as you continue to grow and minister, uh, grow as an organization and minister to others as a part of that organization. So thank you all again. Thank you, Andy. Thank you for joining us for this interview today. Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries has provided Christ-like care to the aging since 1913. To learn more about the biblically informed resources and solutions provided by Baptist Homes and Healthcare Ministries, go to www.thebaptisthome.org.
www.thebaptisthome.org. Again, www.thebaptisthome.org. You will find links to previous podcasts, a growing number of church resources, and detailed information about residential and long-term care communities. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams, asking you to be a voice for the aging.